I reckon you should do a whole podcast in that voice. In this voice? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're right, dear Lee. Please do <laughs> the podcast. I'll take you seriously like that. No? <laughs> no. Come on. <laughs> Well, and they start saying, oh, are you working radio? Are you on the air? And I say, yes, of course I'm on the air every morning. Have you not heard me? I go by Lee Dukes as a stage name, but no, I am, of course. Sir, 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 how, how long am I going to be on short duty for? Uh, it'd be at least six months to a year. I was like, what? But I'm a marksman, sir. <laughs> Why am I cleaning? I'm a marksman. Got the softest bum in South Wales. <laughs> this is Liam Talks. Hey, you're listening to Liam Talks. Hey, you're listening to Liam Talks. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 16 of Liam Talks. I don't really need to introduce this episode because once it starts, we get into it. Okay, it's a great episode. However, I am just doing this to tell you all that I've hit social media like a like a thunderstorm. Well, I I was already on it. Liam Talks, the podcast, is now on social media. Facebook.com forward slash Liam Talks. Twitter.com forward slash. No. At. Yeah. <laughs> totally know what I'm doing. At Liam Talks pod. Soon. I'm hoping it will be at Liam Talks, but there's another guy who owns at Liam Talks. And what I did the other day was I went on his Twitter, I found his name. This is going to get stalkery, but stay with me. Found his name, went on Facebook, and I Facebook messaged him like, Hey, you haven't tweeted since like October 2014. Give me the name Liam Talks back. He was like, he literally messaged me back. He's like, all right. I was like, ah, I expected more of a fight. <laughs> so soon it will be Liam Talks. But at the moment, at Liam Talks Pod or Facebook.com forward slash Liam Talks. Okay. As well as that, obviously, you can still go on LiamTalks.com and you can go on iTunes and subscribe. Uh, anyway, I'll let you get back to the podcast. It's with my good friend Lee Jukes. He is a very good radio DJ. Very interesting, very funny, and also this podcast, it kind of got a little bit deep at the end, so hey, there we go. Uh, Enjoy anyway, and I will see you next week. Peace! Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Liam Talks. Uh, If you've been listening to the past few episodes, thank you very much. Uh, You can still subscribe on iTunes. You can go on soundcloud.com forward slash Liam Talks or of course you can go on liamtalks.com and listen. Um, We've, you may have noticed the past few episodes, we've been very lucky to have guests who are sort of at the top of their game in their profession. Um, You know, we've interviewed professional comedians, professional sound engineers, professional musicians. uh, And of course, we've also interviewed my friends who are, I mean, let's face it, uh, losers. But we are lucky this week because we are back with a great guest, okay? A professional who is at the top of his game in his career, okay? We are here with... 
radio DJ Lee Jukes. Hello, Lee. Hi, I'm just expecting some sort of professional who's at the top of his game to walk through that door. Oh, it's right you. Now. It's, it's me. You. Oh, it's me. Yeah, no, no, it's you. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Did you not? Did you not? No, that, realize that, that's a hell of an intro there. Thank you. I feel like sometimes I big people up a little bit, um, and then they're sitting there like, oh, well, now time to live up to uh, expectations, but. Here we are. Hell of an intro. Can I give you a, a hell of an intro now? Go on. Is that right? Give me okay. an intro. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, good evening and uh, welcome. And we have the one and only. We work together by day, actually, because he works at Bridge FM in the sales and promotions department. And he, he is the sales and promotions department. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Liam. Please put your hands together for Liam. <laughs> That's me. Yeah, uh, I've never actually had an introduction myself. Well, there you go. Got See, one this is that this is that thing where you're a professional who talks into microphones every day for hours, mm. and I'm just someone who rocks up with a little podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes. Excuse me. Is that you, your little SoundCloud voice excuse, there? Is excuse it? Excuse me. Yeah. Do you want to do my podcast, sir, Governor? I reckon you should do a whole podcast in that voice. In this voice. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You're right, there, Lee. Please. Do <laughs> The podcast. I can't take you seriously like that. No? <laughs> no. Come on. <laughs> please, can you? Please, sir, can I have some more? <laughs> Oliver over there, look. <laughs> yes, I know. Um, but no, you, to be fair, I had a conversation with you the other day and we were talking about my podcast and I thought, I can't believe I haven't asked you to be on it yet because I've been working in this job now, my role, for almost two months now. And, you know, I've been doing podcasts with my mates and other people and I thought, why not get someone who does this as a profession and I'm sure and I've had a little look at your website and I've had chats with you I have I do do some research leejukes.com if you want to have a look by the way leejukes.com very professional setup I will say oh you reckon yeah I like the font Guess guess who designed that website is it you? Yeah, I did it. <laughs> See, everyone's like, oh, yeah, you must have, like, a team of people who do your website yeah. and your social media. No, I do it all by, by myself. Fair and why dues. not? Why not? Why not? Who do you do it through? Uh, what? Is it a cheeky it, WordPress? It's WordPress, yeah. yeah. It's, it's amazing, WordPress yeah. is. It looks good. It looks professional, and it's easy to use. See, I can't fault it that my website is on uh, WordPress, although I will probably guess that you pay probably more uh, for those extra features because mine looks... It looks okay, but it's a, it's it's more of a basic setup, I think. I did pay a little bit more for extra features, but purely because I can claim it back as a business cost. Can you? Yeah. Well, you know, tax I can't man, fault yeah, see? that. See? So, you know, I need the website for work, you know? Yes. So, Mr. Taxman, there's a tax break here. Please, can you let me pay less tax? Because I paid so and so amount on my uh, website, you know. So well, I gotta. I can't. I don't know if I can claim it for business for myself. Uh, Got to try. I got. Maybe I'll give it a go. I've got. What should we say now? Just in case there's a taxman listening, you know. I hope there's. I hope my audience is so big <laughs> that there is a random taxman somewhere <laughs> listening, going, "Wait, wait a second. What? Wait, he doesn't pay tax." <laughs> but uh, no, unfortunately, it's just my mum and. Uh, she, hi, Mum. Hi, hi, Linus. Linus hi. Jones. I don't even know if she does listen. I know my grand does, who's a fan of yours already. Yeah, you've mentioned your... your hang on a minute. Your grand must be so damn cool because she's on Facebook. She's not bad as far as on the grand scale... I mean, on, on the grand scale of things, on the grand, on the, on the grand scale, scale, the grand, I, yeah. If zero was like she's, I mean, she's, she's on her way out. 
her her, her numbers thing. (laughs) She's close to a 10 because she is, she's on Facebook, she's Instagramming, she's full of vigour and energy. And she said to me the other day, she said, oh, Lee, uh, Lee gave me a tour around the studio the other day. I said, oh, has he been taking you physically around the studio and I haven't heard yeah, we, about We've got a thing going on. Yeah, Did I know. you not know about that? Yeah. <laughs> hi, oh, hi, yeah, yeah. Hi, Liam's grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was just wondering if I tried to go up to the studio for, for an hour or so. No, no reason. Just, you know, show you around and, you know, we'll get to know each other. Uh, no, you were on Facebook Live. Facebook Live is the way forward, as long as it's done in the right way. In the right way, because I told you, know? you earlier, I've, I've, I've done it in the wrong way in the past. I've left it on for ages and people just... Yeah, you know, you end, up, you end up accidentally taking it to the toilet with you or, mm-hmm. you know, something or like that. purpose, yeah. yeah. Sure what? <laughs> what was that? Well, whatever you're into, really. <laughs> you know, you know. But you took her on a tour around the studio. I did, yeah. We had, like... I don't know, almost 150 people watching that evening. Sort of tent. The show's on 3 till 7 on Bridge FM and Swansea Bay Radio. Uh, and, yeah, about 10 to 7, I put Facebook Live on, and then people started, like, following. And it was like, so this is the studio, this is the office, this is the kitchen, you know, and you just took, took them around and, and... Well, she, I can say on her behalf, she loved it. And people do find it fascinating. I think sometimes you, you don't... Um, well, I mean, I'm still quite new. I still find it really interesting, but I'm sure for yourself, who's been into it years... Sometimes you have to sort of pinch yourself and be like, Pe- people, this what I do is crazy. I do like, sit, it is mad. Yeah, I sit here. Uh, we have mentioned, actually, that I've invited you in. You do work for the company, so you're True. more than... You, you're, you're, you're allowed yeah, to be it's, here. It's your studio. You're allowed, but this is my studio uh, where I do the drive time show from every afternoon. And I thought, you know, you said, let's, be, let's do this. Let's get you on the yeah. podcast. And I said to you, didn't I... Well, why not? Let's use... I've got a proper studio. You Let's actually use a have proper a proper studio. studio. Which, I'll be honest, this is probably the best it's ever sounded in its entire <laughs> life, this podcast. Uh, people, But people are just going to expect this quality of audio every week now. Well, can uh, I just say, I've put Barry White's compressor on, the microphones, so oh. that is why we, that's why we're sounding a bit like this. Oh, this hello. Evening, you know? hello, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Good evening. See, Hi. I, I feel like I have a nasally sort of voice and people, people are used <laughs> to it by now. <laughs> My hello, sir. Here we go. He's hey. Oliver again. Look, um, but people are just going to expect this quality of production every week now. So you've just set them up for a fall, unless I rent this and come in every week. Well, with, you know, I could do. Just could don't, do. don't tell the bosses. Just turn up and just do it. See, they won't even notice. Honest. I do have a key. I yeah, you do. Yeah. Sneak in at four in the morning. They wouldn't know. No, good point. Um, well, they'll find out. <laughs> CCTV. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Who is that at four o'clock in the morning? Wait, is, he, is he doing a podcast? <laughs> Naked? No, what was... That was... No, come on. Come on now, everyone. It's the complete opposite of naked today. No, I'm very... I'm too jumpered up. You've got the biggest sort of winter jumper on in the world and I'm just looking at the weather here I've still got my show prep from the show I did earlier on so we've got today highs of so should we do the weather go on go. do the weather so uh, this afternoon this would have been so cloudy with a few sunny spells highs of 17 degrees celsius this evening and overnight cloudy and dry lows of 13 celsius and tomorrow sunny spells and highs of 16 celsius we had highs of 17 celsius today and Liam rocks up in a winter jumper well, ladies and gents I could have done with that weather report when I was getting ready the 
this morning because I was freezing and thought today's the day I rock the knitwear because I'm ready. Like I'm ready to break this knitwear out. I'm counting I down. I think the everyone days. is though. Aren't I love yeah. it. Do you love? Do you love yeah, like putting love on the winter. knitwear? I stupidly didn't put a t-shirt underneath it, which would have been a saving grace. Um, and then it's just gotten warmer all day. And here I am in the studio roasting with a cappuccino. Yeah, thank you for that, by the way. That's all right. Thank you for the cappuccino that you you brought in. Thank you, Costa. Yeah. We should be saying. Yeah. The baristas of Costa. Which you used to be? I went to the same Costa I used to work with. Is that why you were late? You got talking to the people you used to work with, didn't you? I knew that. Mm. I knew. Mm. You texted me saying, I'm on my way. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I know what's happened. He's gone to Costa on the way because I know that the Costa you used to work in Mm. is on the way to the studio. Exactly. And then you got caught talking to somebody you used to work with. Well, and, and they start saying, oh, are you working radio? Are you on the air? And I say, yes, of course I'm on the air. Every morning, have you not heard me? I go by Lee Dukes as a stage name, but no, I am, of course. And, then, <laughs> and, you know, then there's autographs and pictures. And I mean, the whole thing, it lasted obviously 45 minutes. So that's why I'm late. It's not just a coffee with me. It's uh, it's an experience. Welcome to my life. Yeah, no, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just joking, honestly. But I hate no, all that. But you have done very well. I mean, see, I, I told you that I have to try and bring it back to an interview every time and it will never work but you have done very well in that you've kind of positioned yourself within this area Bridgend but you've made yourself the the presenter of Bridgend like and that's it's hard to be the person who does something of an area the 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 sports person you represent the presenter etc but you've done really well to sort of make yourself known that you're from Bridgend you know you work in Bridgend sort of I mean just outside um, and you have done well I'm sure that, w- that w- when you go into Bridgend and various people will approach you who know you and as as someone who is street team has people coming up to me telling me you know where's Juxi oh where's Juxi where is he and I spend all day just being like he's not here I say look he's he's very famous very busy man and no but you get the feeling of how well you do in Bridgend hmm. and it must be quite nice to pinch yourself every now and again and be like it is I'm I'm doing all right it's it's weird I do sit here sometimes in this exact chair and it's 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 not the fact that you know I'm still on the radio after 12 years of broadcasting on the same radio station, which is unheard of in commercial radio in the UK these days. It's the fact that I'm just doing the job that I love. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I always dreamt of being a radio presenter, and I never thought it would be possible. And somehow fell into it yeah. in 2004 uh, when Bridge FM was just a, a one-off radio station on its own. Mm-hmm. And since then, you know, the group has grown so much. I've had the chance to do breakfast, two stints on the breakfast show, right. uh, back on the drive time show now, three till seven weekday afternoons. It's a very good show. Uh, Very good show. Thank you. Thank you. Which I love doing because it it fits my life better. I can have a lie-in in the mornings. You know, if I want to sort of leave here at seven and go straight out and have a couple of pints I can and I don't have to worry about getting up um, in the morning so it's amazing but 12 years on the radio uh, just going back to that you know whenever I speak to anyone that works for other radio groups or the radio stations that is pretty unheard of mm-hmm. so I must have done something right but naturally by being on the radio for 12 years on a radio station which is as well known almost heritage 16 years old Bridge FM for that long yeah. time you can't help but sort of like meet people get mm-hmm. to know people Bridgend County Borough is a fairly small place population yeah. 136,000 people Yeah. so you get out there you meet people people see you on Facebook they see you events so next time you're uh, in the toilet roll aisle 
in Tesco yeah. and you're picking up your super quilted and somebody taps you on the back of the shoulder and says, hi, Lee, how are you? You know, you kind of, you've got to expect that that's going to happen. Super quilted? Super quilted. Wow. Always. Oh, God, you really are big time at the moment, aren't you? I've got the softest bum <laughs> in South Wales. <laughs> Can I use that as the tagline? <laughs> Interview with Lee Jukes. Soft as bum in this side of South Wales. Fair enough. But no, it, I'm sure it is amazing, isn't it? It is, yeah. And, and the radio group's grown. You know you know well, you know, that Bridge FM is now... When it when I first started, it was independent local radio on its own, owned by nobody other than a few local businessmen. Right. Then it was overtaken by a, a company called Tyndall Radio. Uh, so we were part of a group of radio stations that were in England. Then it was bought out in 2006 by a company called Town & Country Broadcast. Who are yes. now called Nation Broadcasting, yes. and we now have other radio stations. You know, we've got Nation Radio, which broadcasts throughout the whole of South Wales. Yeah. We've got Bridge FM, which is almost heritage, 16 years old in Bridgend County Borough, well-respected radio station, which I'm so proud mm-hmm. to be a presenter on. Yeah. Uh, we've got Swansea Bay Radio, which I'm also a presenter on because my show's networked across those two stations. Me. Uh, we've got Radio. Carmarthenshire Radio, Pembrokeshire Radio, Ceredigion, and also a new radio station, digital station called Dragon Radio, which goes across the whole of Wales. Would you be happy to be on that one I'm as well? on that as well. Oh, so, nice. you know, it's gone from being... Uh, the guy that used to do breakfast or drive time on Bridge FM to actually being something a lot bigger than that now and something I'm really proud to be part of as well. And, yeah, I do have to pinch myself sometimes because I know that there's a, there's a list of people out there on my boss's desk who tomorrow would take my job without a second thought. I mean, they'd probably take your life for that they job. Would, it's safe yeah. to say that they would take you out, Yeah, um, I think. So it's they, a pretty yeah. important job. So, yeah, and I wouldn't want that to happen. <laughs> so you train and you you, you know karate, just oh, yeah. in case any of them fancies Black their luck. I was Black actually belt. a marksman in the Royal Navy Were in, you really? in my younger days. So, so you can yeah. shoot mm-hmm. Oh my yeah, goodness! Yeah, so that is my warning there. That you're a marksman, <laughs> a top marksman. I mean, yeah. you're. I think it's safe to say that you are what Mark Wahlberg. I mean, in in shooter, that that is that is your oh, life. Of course, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, totally. and I think people need to know that. That not only is it radio, but yeah. you know, you'll take them out. Uh, you, you're making it out like I'm some sort of guy that takes out contracts in my spare time. Well, I don't want to suggest anything that wouldn't be uh, true, but uh, maybe you do, maybe you don't. No, no, who knows? No, he's, he's just he's honestly. just he's just a very good, very funny radio presenter, but he's also a marksman. Yeah, you know. Um, and, and anyone that wants to challenge me in um, COD, what's that? Uh, is it COD? What's, what's the COD? one I play on? Um, on oh, Are you talking about now. Call of Duty? Call of Duty, yeah. <laughs> COD. COD. Yeah. COD. COD. Got, do you play it a lot? Yeah, every now and again, you know. Hey, yeah. Okay, also a gamer. Yeah. Fair enough. In, See, in I've many, never, in many ways. I've never shot a gun in my life. In my <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> a gamer in many ways. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> Sorry, we won't get into that right now. It took me a while to twig that. No, we may, we may touch on that later, pardon the pun. Um, but no, well, but but not only, sort of, that's why I'm, that's why I'm, I'm glad you sort of brought in the, the Royal Navy. Yeah. Because looking sort of, I mean, learning your story um, is that a lot of people have this thing they want to do their whole life and they, they hit like, say, 16 or something and they have this thing. But a lot of people just fall into jobs and figure, well, I like that, I'll do that more. And I enjoy DJing, let me just see where that takes me. And you seem to have had this career where you've just kind of gone where the wind's taken you, you've always had things you enjoy doing. But looking at the list of jobs you've had, you've, you've done it all. 
I've I mean, done quite a lot. I look back at my resume sometimes, and I think to myself, "My God, how have you have you fitted all that in?" You know, at the age of uh, nineteen. <laughs> Wait, what was that? How at the age of 19. Oh, well, well. No, 21. Right, 21. <laughs> okay, okay, 21. <laughs> um, I, I do think to myself, you know, I, I started off, I was a silver surface waiter. Okay. At a Hilton Hotel where Ooh. I was brought up in, in Basingstoke in Hampshire. All right. Um, I was born in Wales. I am a Welshman. Okay. And moved away when I, like I was very young. I established that. Moved okay. Back, moved back to Wales at sure. age 19. Okay. Um, joined the Royal Navy, which is what I always wanted to do. Sadly, that didn't work out because of naval reasons. Right. In other words, they were plebs. Okay. Well, um, what happened? So I was only in for a limited amount of time because basically what they did was they oversubscribed, took on too many recruits. <gasps> right. So got through the initial training, which changed me as a person. I went okay. in sort of like really shy uh, person that, that wouldn't even like do things for himself, like go to the hairdressers on my right. own. You wouldn't you know, go to the hairdressers? No, my parents had to come with me, that kind of oh, thing. Oh, bless them. Came out age 17 and, you know, a completely different man. Um yeah, basically they took on too many people, did my initial training, passed out. You've yeah. seen the picture on Facebook. I have, yeah, lovely um, cherub-faced well, Mr. Jukes. gorgeous little chubby face yeah. of mine. Um, and then, yeah, they uh, basically said, right, we can't put you any further on your training, we're going to have to put you on shore duty, which is just basically a glorified cleaner. Oh, no. How long am I going to be... Sir, 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 how, how long am I going to be on shore duty for? <laughs> uh, it'd be at least six months to a year. I was like, <sighs> What? But I'm a marksman, sir. <laughs> Why am I cleaning? I'm a marksman. I felt like shooting him at that point. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's so I, I, with the view to join back up. Yes. I, I got quite depressed and mm. I, I thought, right, I'm going to leave and I'm going to come back. But then life got in the way. Mm -hmm. So I came out and I became a DJ. And Fair I worked in accounts. Enough. I was an accounting DJ. Accounting DJ? What, accountant yeah. by day, DJ by yeah. night? accounting by day, DJ by night. I was like wow. sort of like messing around with music and uh, I always did dream of being in radio. And I said to my mum and dad when I came out at the age of 17, I'm going to be a DJ. So and I literally, said... My mum went, don't be so stupid. <laughs> what the hell are you going to be? What, what do you mean a DJ? And I was like, well, I like music. I like entertaining. I'm going to go and buy, you know, some speakers, um, some, you know, mixers, and I'm going to go and do weddings and stuff like that. Sure. You're stupid. That's Gosh, she was a very, stupid. very strong woman. <laughs> she still is a very strong woman, <laughs> but I love it a bit. And, uh, yeah, I got a lot, you know, I spent 500 quid on that setup, got myself a few gigs, and, you know, it's got me to where I am now. So, uh, Mum... Ha 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 ha! Take that, Mrs. Jukes. <laughs> Who's not going to be a DJ? I bet you love it now. Uh, it worked out well. It, so did. it might not have worked out, but it did. I was in the right place at the right time. Yeah, absolutely. And then so. you've continued it on. Um, what is she just? Is she just like eating her words right yeah, now? Yeah, but she's like my my biggest listener. Really? Yeah. You know, she's my mum's amazing, and if I do something wrong, she's the first person to point it out. Is she really? What did yeah. she call you up and just be like, "That link was weekly." <laughs> uh, I think I, I, you you you've done better. You've done better. You're um, rubbish. I'm a fan of the cupcake game. Which we all were, I've got to be honest. Sorry, I just saw a light flash in the <gasps> distance and I thought perhaps we were going out live on that's, air. That's the fear yeah. of, of doing a show in one of these studios, is that you could flick <laughs> the wrong button and we could be out on every station in bloody South well, Wales. We could be, you know, we could be going over somebody's evening show at the moment, but I'm sure if that was happening, they would have run in and said, hang on a minute, we can hear you on our evening show. But, you know, perhaps what we're doing right now wouldn't be better than it the would evening be, show it would that's probably, going out. Probably, people would run in and go... This is brilliant. You yeah. keep, keep this going right yeah, now. Yeah. You you guys are a force to be reckoned with. Well, no, it, you are. Oh, stop it, you Liam silly talks. goose. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's a great name and we're sticking with it okay um <laughs> i so, love liam talks thank you very great, much yeah. i kind of thought ted talks but liam talks you know you're listening to ted to learn something you listen to liam talks to forget something because i think the the quality is a lot lower yeah. um of guests it's just me and uh you know my mates when it started i was just me and my mates having a chat yeah and uh, then i thought you know what i I, can, I actually know interesting people i can get on i can raise the bar and then look look where i am yay I'm, I'm really enjoying it it's, it's awesome it's not bad yeah, isn't it it's good it's good and the coffee's good too thank you very much costa yeah. like i said um but like what one thing i definitely did want to mention to you is Coming out of uni, I, I came out of uni with sort of having studied media and you're in media. And sometimes you can feel like a subconscious pull towards London. Mm. I think a lot of people tend to feel, I certainly came out and I've been lucky enough now to find this amazing media company that exists on my doorstep. So it's it's been a real relief to me because I didn't want to move to London, but you get out of uni and you have these friends who also maybe worked on the newspaper with you or worked on the rate, you know, the, the student radio station with me who are, it's like, right, now we move to London or they already live in London with their parents so they can literally step out their door and go do work experience somewhere. And I definitely felt like there was a pull towards there but you certainly I'd be interested to get your view because you've done very well in media way outside London you know you you're doing well in like a rural sort of area I mean the beauty of radio is that you can broadcast to anywhere from from anywhere mm. so how have you ever felt that there's been that sort of I mean you've, I'm sure you've had colleagues who've ended up doing the move and oh yeah it, you know the guy that used to do your job Yes, Owen. Owen, yeah. he now works in London for another bigger radio group. See, what a, what you know? a Judas. You know, uh, Owen was a great guy. No, but, I love Owen. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, I, and I hear what you say, you know, yeah, London's not the be-all and end-all, though. Yeah. You know, I know people who work for said big radio group, who I'm not going to mention, because <laughs> I don't want to give them a... You're probably going to now, aren't you? I don't want to give them the plug that they because they don't deserve it. Right, OK. <clears throat> uh, said radio group basically owns... A lot of radio stations in the whole of UK, yeah, and um, their main base is in London. And yes. you know the radio industry generally is shrinking. Mm-hmm. You know people are networking shows across radio stations, uh, so less radio presenters are needed. Yes. So in London, you know, I think you, you've got to be very, very, very good and mm-hmm. very, very driven to be able to get a job in radio. Yeah. Um, but I've already got myself a good job in radio Absolutely. in Wales. Why would I need to move to London? I don't, at my age, I don't feel the need to. No. Maybe 10 years ago, I might have thought about it if the opportunity had come around. I've got friends who are radio presenters for said radio group. Yeah. Uh, and I've been to said radio groups. You're saying said radio <laughs> group. I feel like you should just... Uh... I've been to Global Radio <laughs> in, in London, in Leicester Square, a few times to have a look around their studios. Yeah. And they are they are amazing, but... But, uh, you know, um, I get a lot of job satisfaction out of doing what I do here. Absolutely. So, it's a nice saying. i got to be honest. The fact that you are, you know, we're working for this radio station in, like, such a nice area. Um, with Cardiff on your doorstep and it's rural. And, you know, you've got great establishments uh, such as... I mean, I'm a big fan of hobos. I don't think I you're a fan you of hobos. hobos. I like hobos. I like oh, hobos is great. Okay, um, and I, I actually did the wedding of somebody. I DJed at weddings. I did DJed at the wedding of. Um, do you know Dave Davis? I think I asked you the other week. I think I think I've no friends yeah. of friends. But he used I don't to work behind well. the bar there. Um, and I, the only time I've ever been in hobos, I've been extremely drunk. Um, and I can't really remember it, so I need to go there perhaps when I'm a little bit less drunk and then 
Hmm. Yeah, I think I think that. Well, I mean, I wouldn't go there too sober. I think we should definitely lay that down there. I wouldn't go too sober. Go a little bit drunk. But I think they used to play heavier stuff on their club nights. I go now, and you've got like a Friday night of just Aerosmith, Guns N' Roses, Blink One Eight Two. Yeah, it's a great night, especially when you're drunk, to just relive like the your childhood. And I'm fresh out of my childhood. I'm not too far off, but I can still think back to when I was thirteen. You know, last year. Last year. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you're only nineteen, so it wasn't that long ago for you either. No, it wasn't. Um, you know, hair straightened. Punking it up. Did you used to use hair straighteners? I straightened my hair for a while. <laughs> I yeah. did too. I, I think just, we all. I think all men yeah. with, with sort of wavy hair or hair that doesn't behave itself went through. I think he was perhaps I don't know eight nine years ago. Mm-hmm. Perfect, went through that yeah. sort of like period where uh, we had those. You know the little men hair straighteners. Well, I use my mum's, but no, those were also a good option. I used my mum's at one point as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Were you straightening up or were you straightening (coughs) down? And this is a key question I I did want to ask. Well, I had big hair back then. Okay. You know, I've gone a bit grey now, so I keep it short. Um, You are a silver fox. I I am a silver fox, yeah. yeah. Um, And I'm proud of it these Uh, days. Yes, you rock it well. I kind of, I don't know how, it just used to straighten it so it just looked good. Okay. But I will tell you a story. Um, When my parents used to, when I I used to live with my parents, no, I hadn't long moved out of my parents. Okay. And I was going out uh, with my family and I borrowed my mum's hair straighteners right. and my parents had just had a new um, carpet put in my old bedroom. Okay. So I decided to go in there to straighten my hair and yeah. borrow my mum's hair straighteners. Uh, and I didn't realise that I hadn't switched them off properly and put them down on the new <gasps> carpet and burnt a hole in the carpet. <sighs> Were they livid? And I know, She's never we've forgiven o- me. We've already forgiven me. Yeah, we've already covered you. Your mum was, yeah. was a strong character. She's never forgiven me since. Really? You know? No. Wouldn't let you near the hair straighteners? No. I, I've got to say, my mum is awesome, you know, and we're painting her as the, as the wrong <laughs> character here. She's 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 amazing. Uh, so is my dad. You, know, you they, need supportive parents. They in, did, yeah, you know, in anything you do, but in something like radio, where you you might not make it, you know, in the early years, I think you need somebody who's telling you, like, no, you can do this. I think yeah, definitely, definitely. And you know, they both live in in Bridgend. Uh, my dad works uh, all over South Wales for a, a construction firm. Okay. Um, my mum. I won't say where, but she works at a doctor's surgery. Okay. And this doctor's surgery is in the local area, and right. she will quite regularly get people um, recognising her surname. No way! You know, I know that it's surname from surname. Some, I know that surname from somewhere. People think it's my stage name. Really? Yeah. People think, oh yeah, you've come up with that name, Dukes, because it sounds like jukebox. Dude. But no, it's, it's my actual name. I want proof now. Do you want proof? Here we go. Go on, I want to see, see I want to see identification. This is my, don't laugh at the picture of my driver's licence, because this is when I was dyeing my All hair. Right, let me have a look. Here you go. Let me have a look, okay. Oh, okay, yeah, Lee Michael Thomas. It's a fake name. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> Lee uh, <laughs> Nice, okay, well, not a bad, uh, not a bad driving licence photo. You could do worse. Uh, yeah, Bridgend um, Post Office. You know, they. It, I don't think they've got it anymore. They used to have this like little red booth that came off the. You know, the, the windowed area that you go to to speak to the people behind. Yeah. Well, they had one sort of sectioned off with a red booth. Okay. So you go there and you go right. Uh, you need to get a new picture on your driver's license, and then you have to go and stand in this little red booth. So the person would get up off their chair behind the, the glass, right. walk down, and they'd still be behind the glass, okay. and they could see you. And I just remember this woman looking at me and going, right, whatever you do, don't smile. And I was like, right, okay. So then that's what happened. She, <laughs> I was just like... You just weren't smiling. No, You're not allowed to smile, though, were you? No, apparently not. Can you pout? Well, I don't think pouting was a thing back then. Probably wasn't back in 1965, you know? no. What was that? <laughs> Sorry, what was that? 
No, what did you? I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, they were putting the was it the quilt over their head and taking the picture and <laughs> yeah, and the pop of the the pop the light bulb, you know. Yeah, it took three hours to take oh, a picture. Yeah. It's actually a portrait. They actually painted you. Yeah, they, uh, they painted my driving license, you know, and they've put it on parchment paper as well. What? Yeah, I did. I did have to unroll a scroll to see the yeah, uh, the yeah, parchment. Yeah. But no, you were looking good considering it. You know, oil paintings can age well or, or badly. So no, I think you've done all right over it. Picasso. That was the the painter. Fair yeah. dues. He, he, he was he was charging a high premium back then. I can appreciate uh, appreciate you paying for it. Um, but no, what were we? Straightening hair. Yes, hair straightening. I straightened so. down because I was going through like an emo phase. Right. Okay. And I remember that, and I can remember back that you know how you only have to get like one compliment from the right girl which we will get to the right girl or boy who will say something and you just think well I will always do this for the rest of my life then I remember one girl said to me um, said to me God, you look really good to straightened hair and I was like well I will straighten my hair now until I am 70 years <laughs> yeah. old that's just how that works then. and straightened it for as long as I could and then uh, there was a point where it was just going out of fashion and I had to change it it's either it goes out of fashion that stops you doing stuff like that or you just kind of like wake up and smell the coffee I'll give you an example right so yeah. I, I started going grey in my late 20s and I don't know how the hell this happened because right. my dad didn't start going grey till he was around my age sure. right. and um, yeah so I started going grey I had long hair at the time and I thought, no way, I can't cope. I'm going great. What am I going to do? So I started dyeing my hair just for men, and I could never get the right sort of colour. It never looked quite natural. Right. So, but I kept doing it, and it, and it was quite dark. And um, I was invited to Buckingham Palace one year. A listener, for some strange reason, decided they were going to invite. They were going to um, nominate me for an MBE. Wow. All right, because I I was doing. A, I still do a fair bit for charity, and um, he nominated me. I wasn't successful yet. Apparently, if they have to nominate you a few times before they even think about okay. giving you an MBE. But as a sort of like for, forfeit, what's the word I'm looking for? Is a compromise. Com- uh, um, you know what I mean, don't you? I know what you mean. Second best sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, 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 sure. If you're listening, as you a, probably know the words. Oh my goodness, how do I not know the word? What's as the word a, we're looking for? Um... Uh, c- uh, c- oh no! Come on, if you're shouting at us right now, shout louder. Ache. It's on the tip of our tongues. Ache. I lost it. Anyway, as the second... You know what I mean, yeah. As a second option, they said, right, okay, you're going to be invited to Buckingham Palace for a garden party with the Queen. Wow. So my mum had helped me a lot with um, the charity work, and she's a little bit of a royalist, so I said, you you can come with me, come on. So um, we had this picture taken outside Buckingham Palace, and it still is on my mum's shelf at home. Uh, My version is now in the bottom of a drawer somewhere, because... I looked at the picture. Consolation, sorry, it was consolation. Consolation, consolation Consolation, sorry, carry on. So the picture, I remember showing to a friend of mine, and this friend said, oh, you look like one of the Queen's um, guards with one of those bearskin hats on. I stopped dyeing my hair from that really? point. Really? Yeah. And, and I thought, if I'm just going to go grey. But grey's not bad. There's a lot of, a lot of you know, well-to-do men in the, in, yeah. in the media world who are doing well. George Clooney. Yeah. And he embraced the grey and he looks yeah. all the better for it I think we can all agree it's just that initial sort of like yeah. shock oh I'm going grey you know and, and, and it's that oh I must be getting old kind of thing you know mm, no I don't think uh, you can go grey early I'd rather go grey early than bald early I'd rather definitely. go grey than bald just generally just generally yeah. ever ever, ever. Yeah. yeah no you've done pretty well I think I, I would I, if I start going grey I'd probably take your advice at this point and just not dye it don't, don't just go it. with it's it. not worth it just go with it keep it nice and trim you know and, and that way it always looks quite neat because I always think long grey hair on some guys just doesn't 
really look that good. Yeah. I just got to say though, you know, there are some bald guys out there that rock being bald. Oh, you've definitely totally. But the reason I wouldn't want to go bald is because you know, every time I've had a skinhead in the past, mm. my head looks like a beach ball. Okay, so sure. you know, I wouldn't want to rock that beach Why, ball. Why is that look. the shape or the size? It's the well, shape. It's yeah. the shape of it. I, yeah. I seem to have a heavy head for some reason. A heavy head. Yeah, sure. because you know when you buy new pillows. <laughs> yeah. Right, it's just really weird, okay? So you, I buy new pillows, and you know how fluffy and nice those pillows are? Oh, every time, Amazing, yeah. right? Literally, only lasts for about a week with me. After about of... a week, because of my heavy head. <laughs> literally, you come to my house, and I will show you the pillows. They are like pancakes. Okay, and would you turn to people and say, heavy head? <laughs> It, it, I, there must be something that I'm not aware of that is called heavy head syndrome. Heavy head syndrome. No, yeah. I think I've read about that in yeah. medical journals. If you're a doctor, um, email us. Let us know about this. I've got, you know, if if you if I could let you hold my head right now to see what kind of weight it is, right. I would. You think it would be? Do you think that they could have you as like a fair, uh, like a fairground game where you <laughs> guess the weight of your head? To win a prize, do you think that that would be something that people could go for? Yes. Yeah. What, what would the prize be? If there's be? money to be yeah. made, uh, or I a goldfish think maybe. You know, you could win goldfish. You could win maybe just for men in a pack. Yeah. You could win. The grand prize could be a jukebox. You know, hey, that'd be alright, wouldn't it? Jukesies yeah. jukebox. Yeah. Um, the beach ball chat. I don't know. I'm thinking. I got a load of things rushing around my head. We can definitely make money from it. I yeah. think there's no doubt about that. And anything you can make money from is good. It, it you do have a good a name that's good for for stuff. I think that must help because yeah. you can do Jukesy on the job, Jukesy's jukebox. Uh, We've done Jukesy's jukebox. We've done Jukes on the job. You've um, done, what else have you done, Jukes? We do. Um, what else do we do? Jukes. Um, although some people some people have thought it was Dukes, and I have to I have to a correct lot, yeah, them. Yeah, a lot of people think it's Dukes. With a D. And I, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. The more and more we depend on our smartphones and our tablets and our computer, mm. the thicker we're getting. And I'll yeah. include me in that as well. Which is weird because we've never had access to a larger amount of knowledge in our hands and yet we use it to look at videos of cats playing the keyboard. Yeah. Like in my dad's day, if he was having an argument with someone or a debate, they couldn't pull up Google. They would have to like go to a library or something. I know, and, and, and actually yet, look for a book. And look for a book and look through a book. Or, or, or you'd have that those encyclopedias, you know. Yeah, and they'd have to flick through one. Yeah, the encyclopedia man would come and knock on your door and try to sell them to you. Is that a thing? Yeah, you're, how old, you're much too young 22. for this. So yeah. So, what were they called? They were there was a Britannica, Britannica Encyclopedias. I've heard of these. Yeah. So you know, and I'm sure there are people listening right now that have still got those on their on their shelf. Sorry, I need to. Whoa! Don't tip it. (laughs) My studios. Um, But one of the best things we ever did, Duke's incredible Duke journey. Right. Yeah. So the Nissan Duke came out, which I now drive because of that. Our sales team went. We've got the perfect thing we can sell you. We've got a presenter called Lee Dukes. You've got a <gasps> Nissan Duke. And so they came up with this idea where every Friday I would go to the Nissan garage, I would pick up a Nissan Duke, I would drive it somewhere across Bridgen County, pull up, sit there, give live clues out onto the radio as to where I was. The first person to find me uh, wins 150 quid <gasps> cash on the spot. That is brilliant. It was crazy. I remember the last time I did it, bring Garrow Country Park, sitting there, nobody around, not so at all. So I've... 
sort of reverse the car into like a, a lane, give out the first clue, nothing, second clue, nothing, third clue, 16 cars <gasps> driving up the path. If you've been to Bringaru Country Park where the house is, yeah. 16 cars driving past the duck pond, I was like, oh, oh no. wow. All of them trying to find me, literally people fighting and pushing <gasps> each other out of the way. For, 100 quid. for 150 quid. 150 quid. Yeah. You know? But um, who who'd you give it to? Did he did he deserve it? It was a woman, the a first woman, person. Yeah, right. yeah. While all the other people were sort of like trying to sort of clamber to get to me, this woman came from behind. Right. And uh, she knocked on the windscreen. Yeah. That's the windscreen. That's the windscreen. I get that. And I wound it down, and she calmly said, "Are you Lee Jukes on your incredible Duke journey?" Because that's what they had to say. That's what they had to say. And I went, "Yeah, life, I am." And you know, there's other people sort of like running towards me. You know. Really. <laughs> what would you do? Here's a question. What would you do if she was running to? You could see her running towards you. Okay. Running next to her is a nun. Like a Catholic <laughs> nun, okay? Now, they're both about equal. They're running towards you. They clearly did the 100-metre sprint in school, right? Yeah. And just as they're about to get you, the nun is about to reach you. That woman just barges her out of the way. She goes flying. The habit is all over the place, <laughs> right? She steps in front of you and she says, are you Dukes in your, on your incredible Duke journey? Legally, well, technically, you have to give her the 150. Technically, I do. But there is a nun scrambling for her life, what would you do? Would you give it to her just because that's the rule? Yeah, I probably would, yeah. Ah, so you've got to follow but the rules, But then I'd, I'd probably laugh Okay. <laughs> at the same time as walking over to see if the nun was okay. See if the nun's fine. She was a sprightly young woman. Yeah. Um, she actually got but, into the game early and, and is only about 23, but she, she's done fine. But I just yeah. wanted to know whether you'd go, no, excuse me, clearly um, Teresa over there Teresa. Um, was was in the lead. Uh, and But no, I, no, I appreciate it's, that you stuck, stuck to your It's you know, a game, isn't it? You know, it's a game. I, I would go over and check that she um, she had nun bruises or anything like that, you know? <sighs> That was, that was so and rubbish. There it is. That was so rubbish. First pun, we're away. First little pun of the day. Um, there you go. So, so yeah. So, I mean, what we say? We were saying you, you know, you went, you went grey, and you sort of accepted it. Mm. And on that line of acceptance, it's definitely something I did want to wanted to sort of touch on. And we did sort of almost mention it earlier. Is there was maybe a probably the biggest decision you ever made in your life that you made this year? Would we say? Oh, um, what when you texted earlier on to ask if I wanted cappuccino or latte? And you decided cappuccino, and yeah. I think that's one of the biggest. Pro- it was you yeah. made the century. Uh, yeah, no, was, I, I thought about it for um, about three minutes. Yeah, yeah, sure. And I went with the cappuccino in the end. No, and it was a great choice, yeah. and what I think you, you should be accepting. I, you know, I went for a cappuccino as yeah. well. You, See? you, you nice tickled to. my fancy, shall we say? All right, okay, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and I went it's nice for one to know as well. I did that. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, but you have a tattoo on your arm, mm. which says. Uh, just to confirm, he did say arm. Uh, a tattoo was on his. I did make a gesture, <laughs> <laughs> holding my. You have a tattoo on your arm, uh, which could have perhaps been misconstrued. Uh, uh, but you do have a tattoo. Says just be you. Yeah, it's a so, It's a decent tattoo. To put it on your arm, where if you could make a mistake and have the wrong thing tattooed there, you might regret. Mm. But if it means something, I think you're always going to be happy with having a tattoo on you. Mm. Um, and could you talk a bit about what that means? Well, uh, first of all, I just like to say hi to Nicola Taylor from Pretty Hot and Tattooed in Pencoid, who Ooh. tattooed that on for free for me Aww. in return for some Facebook publicity. Oh, that's lovely. So, uh, and I think she got quite a few jobs out of me putting that on Facebook. So. Um, you know, it's great. Yeah, there is a reason behind that. And the reason behind that is because what are we in now? Um, October 2016. Yeah. So in February 
2016 um i had this tattoo done and in february 2016 i came out as gay yeah so um yeah that's the reason i had that done um but yeah it was a long battle getting there yeah a hell of a long battle was it really yeah and and what did you sort of did you what 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 was the most difficult part was it admitting it maybe to yourself admitting to loved ones admitting it to the world i mean what sort of were those each stages that you had to go through how long you got yeah i'll wind it down for you a little bit shall i so um yeah i don't have to at all I, I, where can I start? I, I told this story for the first time in public. This is kind of like the second time in public, I suppose, because people will be able to listen to it. It's in yeah. the public domain. So um, I'm using my story now to help other people, yes, if and absolutely. when I can. So I told this story at a men's mental health um, conference right. at Bridgen College a few months back, and that didn't only help me to actually be able to say, I did it, I told people in public, but it helped people in the audience as well, and that's kind of like where I'm going, and I want to help people in the future so if you're listening now and you think I can help you by all means get in touch so my story starts when I was probably I remember something different about me when I was about as young as eight right when I say different, there's nothing wrong with being gay, uh, lesbian, transsexual, whatever you are. There's nothing wrong with it at all. And I'm the kind of person that accepts anyone for how they are. And I've kind of always been like that. But I knew that something was a little bit different compared to other people in my class. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't until 14 that I kind of realised what that was. Right. Uh, when I kind of had a crush on a guy who's in my school. And I thought, oh, this is really weird. Yeah. You know, I kind of thought, no. Uh, this isn't normal yeah um so kind of like um try to forget about it and i did um until i got to around the age of 18 where you get to that age where you sort of start experimenting and that's when i realized i thought i was bisexual okay and um yeah uh, just kind of like went with that for a bit um when i was 22 i met a girl and i was i I thought i fell in love with her now i know that i loved her but i wasn't in love with her yeah i was with her for six years um and that ended and then i was with another girl for two years same story that ended and i pushed those girls away i tried coming out to my parents i will say this around 19 before i went into any relationships with any girls Um, and my dad kind of reacted badly because things were different back then you know it wasn't as accepted even as short a time back then as it is now and um kind of went oh yeah i'm just confused don't worry just forget about it um and then yeah after the second relationship ended i realized that actually i'm really 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 unhappy personally yeah really unhappy i've got to do something about this and sort it out so i went through a six month period where i sort of found myself yeah i kind of worked out who who i am and what i want in life and yeah and that was a year before i came out publicly told my parents family everyone accepts it and he's fine with it and yeah. now i'm like happier than i've ever you been do in my seem life. very happy you so, seem very comfortable yeah uh, i mean obviously i i didn't really know you uh i mean very well during i'm, I'm sure your time when you were you were more unhappy and, and stuff like that but just knowing you now i mean there's definitely uh there's nothing you know you wouldn't look at you and think there was any any worries really you just seem very chill very relaxed very passionate about your job very passionate about life you're always looking at face you know looking at your facebook you're always doing interesting things and really living life and stuff like that always having a laugh and i must i I can imagine well i can't really imagine how it must have been to finally just just let that weight off your shoulders and just sort of embrace it Mm. um no i think absolutely i think 
I do like the way. Do you know I did see, and this was this is going back a while now, that you am I right in saying? I am trying to remember. Did you tease it on your Facebook a little bit like a radio DJ? Mm-hmm. Did you make a few puns and mm-hmm. a few? I love that. I think you couldn't have done it better. Yeah. Than how? Because I remember looking and and I remember literally you know not knowing and just seeing you were making sort of things about going out and mm. out. I I'm coming out. Of work, it was yeah, stuff like yeah. that, and I was like, "What?" You know, I was kind of testing the water because yeah. I'd made my mind up at that point. Because you can imagine when when you do a job, all right, yeah, I work on a local radio station, yeah, but I work on more than one local radio station, you know. Um, so you are kind of in the public eye, and you've got to bear that in mind. You've you've got a reputation, and not only that, you've got, you work for a company that's got a reputation. So you've got yeah. to go about things in the right way. Uh, that is my duty. Yes. to the job and duty to the company that I work for. And, and in Bridgend County Borough, you know, um, as we mentioned earlier on, I know a lot of people, a lot of people know me. If they don't know me personally, they know me through Facebook, uh, they listen to me on the radio. So um, that created a little bit of um, pressure for me because I was going yeah. out on dates. I'd accepted for a year before I came out publicly that I was gay. Um, I needed to go out on dates. Yeah. You know, I'm still single, by the way. <laughs> if anyone's listening, hey. <laughs> I, can't, I can't seem to find the right person. But yeah, I wanted to go out on dates. I wanted to meet people. I wanted to explore the new person that I I, I was. Yeah. And I, and you know, locally in Bridgend County Borough, more than any other area, I felt like you know, if I was going to go out with a guy. I I wouldn't be able to be myself. I was always looking behind my shoulder because yeah. people might go, oh, you know, he he's out with a guy, you know. Yeah. And I, it was just a little thing in my head, and I thought, right, okay, I need to I need to come out. I need to do this properly. Yeah. How can I come out? I said I'm not going to do it on the radio. I've never mentioned on the radio that I'm gay. I've insinuated that I am a few sure. times, but I did say to my com- the company that own Bridge FM, I'm going to do this. And fair play, they were great. You know, we work for a lot of gay people here anyway, yeah. and. Um, I decided Facebook was the way to go forward. You know, I've got 5,000 local friends who most of them are listeners that I don't know personally. Um, And I thought, yeah, you know, once it's out there in the public domain, even if there's somebody that doesn't know, in my head, I know that it's out there. So in the future, it's... it's, Yeah, yeah, it'll have an effect. It's not going to affect me. So I did it on the day of the start of Shrove Tuesday. Okay. So that was the day. So Pancake Day comes before that, doesn't it? Show of Tuesday. No, what's what is it when you give up something for so many days? Beginning of Lent, but what's Lent, it called? Lent. Lent. I did it on Lent. Lent, right. Yeah. I was going to say Pancake Day. Was... Pancake Day is the day before, isn't it? Okay. So you had pancakes the day before when yeah. you thought about... Yeah. And, yeah. and, and I posted on, on Facebook, uh, Happy Pancake Day, and I po- posted a picture of a rainbow you know, so there was a pancakes all in the colours of rainbow, oh, nice. and that was the day that I decided tomorrow's going to be the day. Did anyone twig the day before? Oh yeah, totally. did they? Yeah, totally. Um, one of my friends, who's a radio presenter uh, in Herefordshire, who's also gay and married and happy, um, I think he commented, "Have you got something to tell us, winky face?" Really? Uh, and then I did it the next day. I put, you know, I, I put something like, um, "Lent is the start of, of uh, giving up things, and I'm going to yeah. give up the unhappiness." That blah blah blah, you know, and and then that's how I did it, and literally had over a thousand likes. Um, 400 comments all very positive and you know I just want to thank everyone if you are listening that supported me through that because it's a major thing in my personal life thank you especially yeah. my friends and family they've been amazing they really have and there are people out there that probably don't agree with you know homosexuality or anything like that uh, and everyone's entitled to have their own opinions but you know at the end of the day, we live in 2016. Exactly. You know, I bet you were surprised by how overwhelmingly positive the response was. As oh yeah, well. I, I had a tear in my eye. I almost cried. I think I did cry on the way to work. You know, that morning while I was singing along to "I Am Who I Am." Really? <laughs> no, I wasn't really. 
<laughs> I was going to say, did you, did you pick that to play? Did you think I'm going to play this as I drive to work? Uh, no, I didn't really, but I, I should have actually. Looking you should have back played in, that. You should have played um, YMCA. Obvious, obvious choice. Because yeah, I'd be the um, sailor, obviously. You had, yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, in the navy, <laughs> that would have worked, right? <laughs> I don't want to get too stereotypical now and just say, yeah, just go into all any these gay things. anthem. Any done. any anthem, bit yeah, of share in there as well, you of, know. Of course, of yeah. course. I mean, everyone's partial to a bit of George Michael. Oh, totally. Maybe yeah. Freedom. Freedom, 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 just you drive into work crying. Can I actually say you look really gay right now? Yeah, I I probably, (laughs) yeah, I'm probably channeling it right now. Freedom. Tell I did drama in his woolly jumper. Yeah, um, so that's pretty. Do you know that is that's probably the nicest story I've ever had told in this podcast. Genuinely, and and I don't, I don't know. I didn't know if I wanted to mention it or not. Um, but it, I like to talk about to people about one of the bigger, you know, the, the bigger stuff that happens to them and, and the, the things that mean a lot. Yeah. And I think you talk, people talk better about the things they're passionate about and the fact that this was a major event that you're now using to help people. I think I think it's fantastic that you're happy to talk about it. And yeah. you do have quite a lot of work with charities and, and you know, people in Bridgend and stuff. Mm. So I'm sure that's had a knock-on effect with... Yeah, it has, you know. Um, I work for... I'm, I'm a chair... I'm the chairman of a charity... Which has been set up by my cousin Tom Morgan, who was on the Undateables. Yes, yeah. He's my first cousin, so he wanted to set up his own charity. So the charity called Mentoring Plus um, UK, and the idea is that we start off in Wales in Bridgend, we grow bigger over the years. He wants to help people who have hurdles in their life to excel in sports, mm-hmm. but eventually maybe just to excel in anything. You know, so if you've got somebody who who has something in their life which is stopping them from getting on where they want to go in sport, a youngster, then we're going to help them do that. And of course, my my experience in a different field of you know wanting to do something with my life but not being able to do it yeah. because of various demons, that's going to help me hopefully with Tom and help develop his tra- charity. But um, yeah, I've I've been involved in quite a few charity things over the years. Directors, I've you... been a director of a few charities. Really? Which is, yeah. How do you get to be a director of a charity? Uh, it's a it's a voluntary role, but cha- Tom's charity is a social enterprise, okay. so it's actually a registered company. Oh wow. So um, I'm a director of a registered company oh and the chairperson goodness. of that board. So hopefully we're going to really push that and develop yeah. it into something really cool. But I was a director at uh, Abont, you know, okay. the charity for yeah. preschool disabled char- uh, children. I was a director there for four years, um, and that was an amazing experience. Yeah. You know, I was a director of a charity called Healing the Wounds, who help ex-forces personnel uh, with post-traumatic stress disorder. Right. Yeah. I feel um, about those. So I was a director there, and I've been the patron of so many charities do a lot for tea haven as well because i think they're amazing god you've done yeah. it all yeah you've well, had quite a scene that there's me next to you like please sir oliver i haven't done nothing <laughs> yeah no, i haven't how done old nothing are you? 20 nearly 23 okay well i'm, so, not, I'm not gonna give away my age because i never well, do you're 21 you just did yeah, 20, yeah, 21 i've got a few more years on you sure and in that time you're 22 22 so i i started in radio when i was your age okay and radio's brought a lot of opportunity my way right you know and in that time between your age and the age i am now i've done a lot you know i've uh, recently done a skydive 40 haven i couldn't through the radio station seems insane it was amazing right um i climbed mount kilimanjaro and almost died at the top didn't I've, get to the top that's the sto- next podcast we do yeah that is a story I well, well i'll definitely tell the it book. the anniversary's coming up actually really three years this month yeah. oh my goodness 
that was part that was part of the um reason for me you know coming out because i really i almost died and life's kind too of like, short yeah, yeah. life's too short whole... just do it oh my goodness right well we've we've touched upon some of the massive just just uh, i'm sure we could go on for days about just everything you've done and everything you've you're going to do and and then we could also i'm sure talk shit about nothingness uh, which we did for a massive yeah yeah however i'm gonna end it here we are we are almost an hour in and i just want to say thank you very much for coming on the show today sorry Uh, what about this this list of things that i wanted to talk about oh my god we didn't even touch upon it it's fine give me something give me something it's fine don't worry no, it's all right. No, it's fine. I don't want to... Right. No, Lee. Well, on my list, I've uh, I've got... Um... This is what I mean. We never... I never stick no, to the plan. No, let's do it again, all right? We will do come it again. In, come in again and... and we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, no, we'll definitely... We'll talk through it, you know? We'll do it. I've, I've enjoyed this so much. I've never done a podcast before. So, you know, I'm inviting How's you to been? come in again. It's great. It's, it's, it's quite really nice. Good. It flows... Like, honestly, I write lists of plans yeah. and it never... You just chat and you, it goes. I mean, we've... That's an, nearly an hour. How often do you sit with someone and just chat with the goal of just not... You know, no, no goal or anything. You just chat for a straight hour I mean me and you would perhaps never sit down and have a chat hardly ever unless you you say let's do a podcast Mm. and stuff and and I think it's, it's been really brilliant for me and um, and yeah, so thank you everyone for listening this week. Uh, obviously, if you like this episode, um, subscribe on iTunes, then you download it every week. Uh, go listen to it on soundcloud.com forward slash Liam Talks uh, or on liamtalks.com. Or I know Lee has already said to me today, I need a Twitter and I need a Facebook page. You do. So, yeah, yeah, I know. And and I think as someone, I mean, you're quite good at the at the promotion and stuff like that. Social I think, uh, media is the way forward. Know. You know, you can't people can't ignore it these days. No. You know, and if you want to promote yourself, that is the way to See, do it. See, I'm I'm practically old fashioned. I'm still sitting sending, in. You're sending telegrams. I'm sending aren't you? telegrams. Yeah. I've got a, I've got a cup on the end of some string, and I'm yeah. doing podcasts through it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm in the backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Can anyone hear me? I'm doing a podcast. It's Oliver again. It's look. Oliver again. Oliver sort keeps of. going out. Right. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> that has been Liam Talks this week. Bye. Is this the bit where you play like uh, some sort of guitar? Yeah. I like that bit. That's me. That's yeah. me on guitar. Oh, is it really? Yeah, oh, awesome. There you go. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Whew. That was Liam Talks. Use you like you use me
it's got a run, it's definitely not nice I'm afraid to tell you what I'm feeling inside In case you kick me to the floor and drag me to the side So kick me down and throw me out, cause I'm in heaven Suffocating me I, I'm looking into your eyes You're whispering something that's oh so sly So kick me down and throw me out Cause I'm in heaven now